So I am Pandit Mahendranath Prasad. Uh, I am Purohit as well as an engineer. And uh, I've uh, been born in 1962, uh, the year that Trinidad gained independence from Britain. And I, um, I've lived in Toronto, Canada. I lived in Trinidad for 27 years, 10 years in Toronto, Canada, and the rest here in the United States, Texas. Um, we, our histories in Trinidad has, uh, as you have expressed about the oppression, um, how we have survived, how Hinduism has survived mm -hmm. in the West Indies as a whole. The, I, being close to my grandparents, uh, I live with my grandparents and grandparents in the same so extended family, and they also grew up in large families like that. Um, so, the where to begin with so much years? I think the V.S. Naipaul, you know, and his his uh, research as well. Some of our earliest, um, w one of the main things that was pointed out to us is the how the Ramayana came across mm -hmm. Ramcharitramanas. Is that we are told that Ramcharitramanas, uh, on the customs on entering into Trinidad, they were told that this book was they were not allowed to bring in religious texts at that time, no, because it was a Christian colony. Mm -hmm. So they said to them that this was a love story. <laughs> so it's a love story between Ram and Sita. And that was how that book came in. Wow. So Ramcharitramanas became, is still the most popular scripture in the country and is used widely, extensively. So you have um, everything about Ram and Sita is there widely. Although Bhagavad Gita is there, it's only within recent times have Bhagavad Gita become uh, a more prominent as a scripture. Although it was reverted as a scripture, but there weren't expertise on it as a scripture. One of the main things that has saved Sanatana Dharma in Trinidad is Pujapa, Karmkandi. Karamkandi aspect to it is that the ritual aspect of the thing, which is more the, the village type of thing. So people go to the mandir to do their puja. They have pujas at their home that is conducted. The priest comes to the home and conduct puja. So all the samskaras are done in this manner. Churakaram, you know, being more... Uh, a few of the samskaras are not widely practiced, but definitely from Churakaram onwards is practiced. Vedaram, and the fourth, and on to Panikrahan and so forth, you know. Uh, but the earlier prenatal pre sanskars were not practiced for some reason, and still not widely there. But the, what, what it is, is the, the lifestyle of the people. There being farmers, the lifestyle is you must wake up before sunrise, and then you must bathe and you must do 
uh, your daily rituals, people, the, the, one of the most common thing there is offering dharma to the sun. So that's basic thing. In every home you have to bathe, get up, you bathe, you go and offer gel to the sun, you know, and that's considered Surya Narayan gel. And then we offer to, on the shivaling, there's a shivaling there. And in every home you go to right now, there has a puja place at the front of the house, or at least an area designated for it, you know. And now people have erected their own mandars. It has become a form and fashion. We have one. <laughs> when you go back, you'll see we've built a, a very beautiful place in front of the house. My sister built it. It's a whole mandar by itself there. And um, it's, so that has become the style and every Hindu home has jandas in front of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you can, you're driving down the street and you'll know what's a Hindu home. There are symbols, you know, just like Hanumanji knew what Vibhishan was <laughs> without knowing Vibhishan. <coughs> Rama's devotee. So, the, the puja part being the main ritual, the lifestyle of the people, how they kept the culture alive. My grand, grandfather, my Aja, described to me that they would go and they lived in rice field area. Because the British gave them the worst land possible after the indentureship. And the worst land was what was covered with water. And they gave them that, they said for free it was sold for one shilling per acre at the time. Right? And that's after serving five years of indentureship. And they had to find money and pay for it. Some people who had brought money with them and saved money, they bought land and bought lots of land, and some didn't see it, you know, wise. So, my, in our family, we had a five-acre plot of land, then they bought another five-acre, one brother took that, one brother took five-acre land, and that's how they moved in those blocks of land. And, planted sugarcane and crops and stuff, you know, tomatoes and all that. So they were basically farmers. My grandfather, born in 1905, right, he served as a teacher, a trainer. He went through all the standards available at the time to become and became a teacher. But he, in order to become a full-fledged teacher at the school, he had to convert to Christianity. So he told them, no way, you keep your job. He went back to farming the land, became a farmer, gave up that. And he was a teacher in the village for the people. He taught Hindi. He was, um, yeah. he was fluent in Hindi and stuff. He knew the scripture as well. And he taught it. His father, they came from that lineage, you know, Brahmin. So they, um, they practiced that. He... He, he would, I, I have heard stories of people uh, uh, in the village told me that my grandfather, when the, he would teach his classes and someone didn't show up for classes, he will go to, walk to the home of the people, grab those boys by ringing their ears and drag them to the mandir, you know, to teach them. Because they, they were home and the parents said nothing, you know, the parents gave him all liberty to do that. That's how it was done, you know, very stern, strict way. To teach our Hindu culture? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So, they would do that. When our mandir, I was going there, it was a little kutia, you know, just one siwala area with the shivling inside. 
and then a little shed with few galvanized and rainfall, <laughs> it'll be like water coming through the, the shed and you'll be sitting underneath there. Now it's like a palace, you know. <laughs> In my village, that kutia has become like a palace as a mandir. So originally, where did your kind of interpret? Where yeah. did they come from in India? Uh, Patna, Patna, Patna. Uh, Bihar area. So we are we trade our relatives are living there about a hundred kilometers southwest of Patna. Okay. Have you, did you ever go back there? I didn't, but my cousin, who who is former prime minister of Trinidad, she went there as as the prime minister. She was invited as a state head of. To your cousin was the prime minister. Yeah. 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 Kamla. Yeah, Kamala Pasad, Kamala Pasad. Yeah, yeah, she's from Bihar. Yeah. So her roots of trace was the same as mine. Um, so yeah, we we don't really have a connection with the people there, but it's um, you know um, my grandparents uh, they spoke Hindi fluently, Bhojpuri, mm -hmm. and they most of the time my interaction with my grandmother for instance is I spoke English to her she spoke Hindi to me and we communicated like that I understood what she said she understood what I said she didn't speak much English she spoke very little and if not it was you know a very broken English so but yeah uh, how I learned the culture with them is yeah it's in that era uh, I mean they didn't have too much answers to whatever we asked like my grandfather would tell me, he says, they would go to Ramayan sessions like for the night and wherever they went, they had they would stay there for the night because you can't come back. They have to go through mud lagoons with, you know, snakes and scorpions and all that. So they will spend the night by the people's house and then get up in the morning and then go back to work in the land. It was the, no, uh, no traffic jam, but <laughs> suddenly going to their own own job so the same you know mm -hmm. so that's that's how they they had they had some really good uh, pundits that came across that really saved the culture in Trinidad um, in the early um, those um, so they would conduct like seven nights yajnas you know people would go and that yes, became mm -hmm. the style in Trinidad that everyone conducts a yajna in his home at least once a year or so or families get Today it's more prominent wow. than ever. You can go to nine days yajna. There's Bhagavat Mahapuran that is done three times a day, morning, afternoon, and evening. Every day. Yeah, for nine days. Wow. Eleven days sometimes. And in the early days, like when we were growing up, it was all Hindi. You didn't understand what was going on, but you were there as a child. <laughs> And then later on, it became Hindi, English, Sanskrit, English, you know? Okay. Yeah, Sanskrit. yeah, yeah. The person, whoever was reading, would read Sanskrit and explain in English to us. And that's, that's really helped to, to bridge a gap. So my, um, on my mother's side, my maternal grandfather, great-grandfather, he was uh, pundit. He didn't know any English. So in his lifetime, we saw that it went from where he was the number one pundit in South Trinidad to being not very familiar. He was from La Romaine, and so people wanted English because hmm. the new generation couldn't understand the Hindi-speaking people. So it, there was because my father had a problem where. At five years old, he went to school. Mm. The school was a Presbyterian school. Mm. He didn't know a word of English. <laughs> he went to an English school with not knowing a word of English. 
so he had a problem and throughout the school and it affected him where he had to learn and come up to speed so then when our generation came along they made sure that we learn English properly you know they overcompensated by not teaching us the Hindi letting us learn English as children you know yeah so yeah so that's that was what happened and then the Presbyterian people came in with their missionaries to and set and created the schools so we had the first set of there was one fellow called Bhade Sagan Maharaj you will hear of that Bhade Sagan Maharaj he was a politician he was first a union leader and then he became a politician was he an immigrant or he was in that no he was first born of, he was first born of, yeah, but, in Trinidad yeah first born yeah. from Indian parents yeah okay. and uh, he he was really a strong Hindu leader and it was he that piloted the project to start what's called Hindu schools in Trinidad and so he established a system what they was called cow shed schools because they were just just a plain galvanized roof and people sat underneath and studied um, the first primary school Hindu primary schools in the country and he won that at a parliamentary level to got the approval for that got that accepted by the Ministry of Education today there's a charter for denominational schools there's government schools and the charter that existed since his time that is existing that the denominational schools can continue like this so even now the Catholic and, and, and Anglican and other schools that are denominational uh, uh, they work under that charter, right? Are you aware so of how that? old do you think first Hindu school came about like 100 years ago? Or, or, or? I would say 1940s, somewhere there about, yeah, yeah, yeah. 1940s, yeah. Yeah. She, she will answer that question. Okay, okay. She's more education. Okay, yeah. Okay. So it was his work. When I, um, my father made sure I had the choice to go to a good uh, school in San Fernando, you know, I was going to a, a pre, um, preschool in San Fernando, which would put me on to the best schools in, in San Fernando. But then my father and mother had a fight over it. Well, father wanted me to go to a Hindu school. Mother wanted me to go to the best school. <laughs> father said no, and he, he won, and I went to a Hindu school, and I was glad for my education there, you know. So, as a, as a young boy, I'm, I'm going here and there, I'm giving you to this is pieces I don't know how much time I have so I wore a dhoti and walk in the streets at that time for Indian arrival day that we celebrated and that was a difficult exercise but yet still necessary because we found that when you went to school even government public schools you had to almost hide who you are your culture is in a way because the other people uh, oppose you they will not, they want a lot of people change their names to English names because the other people couldn't pronounce it or look down on you if you had names uh, like my name Mahendranath Prasad you know they'd have problems pronouncing that a lot of people not Indian people have problem pronouncing that they wouldn't even pronounce it they wouldn't make an attempt you know no I never changed I stuck to it uh, but there are a lot of people who did change. change. Oh, yes. okay. A lot of people change. Right. Mm -hmm. um, so, did you face any difficulty because you didn't change? Absolutely, absolutely. Oh. Uh, you're always the last one to be called upon or in a oh. class or and things like that. 
and and you know that for any kind of thing, your your name, the the people who give us scholarships, for instance, when they look at the names to choose from, they will not choose. Uh, they will choose people with English names ahead of people with Indian names. Openly. And we saw that. We saw that openly. It, it has come to light that that was done, practice. Within recent times, it has come to light. When the government was asked to provide a list of names that they provided scholarships to, um, then we found out that the discrimination that existed. And also in the job place. Uh, in my, I worked in Trinidad for six years before I migrated to Toronto, Canada, and I, we saw at work that the people with Indian names were not being promoted. I mean, not being promoted at all. And I looked and said, is this what's in store for me? I need to get out of here. That's why I left the country. I didn't see a future for me there and moving up, you know. So did you go to college for your engineering there in Trinidad? No, in Toronto, Canada. You did your undergrad in, te- in Toronto? Okay. Yeah. Toronto. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you did your 12th from Trinidad and then you... Okay. Mm-hmm. From where did you in, in Toronto? Yeah. yeah. Which college in Toronto? Uh, actually, DeVry. 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 So then you... Now you are here? How did you... Yeah. Here? Well, I actually came down here with the right to do the final semester and I graduated here in Texas. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now you are working here? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where? With Verizon. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. Yeah. You're in IT then? IT. Uh, uh, I'm a double E graduate. So, mm-hmm. so it's engineering. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm into more network implementation, network engineering. Okay. So until 12th, you went to a government school in Trinidad. Yeah. And, uh, even in school, you saw some discrimination. Yeah, all the time, all yeah. the time. Uh, yeah. you, you were lucky that when you had Indian teachers, you were safe. If you had a non-Indian teacher, it was hell. Oh, really? So, yeah. Not really so much non-Indian, non-Hindu. Yes. Because yeah. there were a lot of, lot of Indians uh-huh. converted to Christianity. Oh, so they became entirely... To get the job. Uh, and they wouldn't support... They were to an extent, but it was like in a closet environment. Uh-huh. That I know personally, a majority, good majority of people had to convert to Christianity uh-huh. to get a job in school uh-huh. or to, well, to teach uh-huh. uh, or any, any other job in school. Uh-huh. And they like your, fa- your grandfather refu- refused to convert and he right. never got a job. Right. Your grandfather? Yes, yes. Yeah, my Aja, my father's father. Mm. Yeah, so. Aja, you say? Yeah. Aja is grandfather? Yeah, father's father side. Yeah, because father. Aja is the name in South India, also in Canada and other languages. But you are from Bihar, you are from Bihar. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they all say Aja. Aja and Aji. Aja and Aji is Canada word for grandparents. And Nani and Nani. Nani and Nani. And Mordecai. Yeah, Aja Aji is still more. Pronounced and popular in the uh, Eastern UP, Western Bihar. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're from Patna India also? Or? I'm from Banaras. So, we'll ask, um, Tara to add, add something to it educationally because she yeah, uh, sure. will introduce herself. Oh, so may I finish it? April 21st, 1952. April 21st, 1952. First school? Oh, yeah, yeah. Wow. So, repeat it to a candidate. So, yeah. April 1st, 1950. 21st. Oh, sorry. April 21st, 1952, the first. 
Hindu. Uh, Hindu primary school was established. Primary is up to fifth only, right? Yes. And then after, later on? Later on, they got high school as well. Okay, until 12. Yeah, okay. now. Uh, no, so when we say Hindu school means what exactly is Hindu about it? The curriculum is Hindu, teachers are Hindu? Or what? what is, or is it only focusing on teaching Hinduism or it also teacher taught the... Uh, other it, it taught the, the regular subjects uh -huh. but with a Hindu flavor so okay. it allowed more Hindu programs okay. and stuff. It didn't teach Hinduism as such. Okay. It taught but some aspect of Hinduism was there in the curriculum. Because okay. it have to remain sort of a secular okay. nature, right? Mostly secular. Yeah. But with some maybe in Hindi yeah. language, they will introduce some Ramchirit Manas. Right, right. So what we didn't do a study, but the practice of Hinduism was there. For instance, you began each uh, day. Oh. day with a prayer. prayer. You ended yeah. uh, before lunch with a prayer. Uh, after lunch, you started with a prayer. Then you ended evening with a prayer. When any festivals is coming, you would hold activities towards oh. that. But it was part of the curriculum. Yeah. So then we would do bhajans. We would do little... Uh, skits about yeah. the culture, those On kinds Diwali of things. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, everything. Now I see in they're doing actual puja to celebrate everything in the school. Okay. So this is in North uh, Pandit Satyanand Maharaj. I see he's a teacher as well, a Pandit. So he does puja in his Hindu school for everything. Like they begin the term with a Saraswati puja. They every occasion they do a puja in the school for it. You know. So whether the other schools are practicing that, I don't know. But I see this on Facebook all the time. So okay. I know. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's we got Why up to Sanskrit? this. The language Sanskrit is taught. Yeah. Only among the pundits. Okay. No, but the Hindu schools, no. <laughs> no, no, no. So Why not? Hindi or Sanskrit, no. Nothing? Hindi, yes. Okay. So, uh, so far I got up to 1950s, 1960s, uh -huh. in. Up to that point in time, um, the Hindi was taught in the Mandars, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and Sanskrit very little in small circles was done. Okay. Uh, after 1966, my Guruji, um, Professor Hari Shankaradesh, who mm -hmm. came to serve with the Indian High Commission, mm -hmm. he served for eight years with the Indian High Commission as a cultural officer, okay. and he was. Um, when he came to Trinidad and mm -hmm. he saw the need for uh, teaching the culture, mm -hmm. he started an organization called Bharatiya Vidya Sansthan, okay. um, BVS, mm -hmm. and they, um, he took the lead in teaching Hindi, Sanskrit, mm -hmm. and Shastriya Sangeet oh, to the people. Okay. Okay. And, culture and the whole. Oh, okay. So that started from 1966. Okay. And that has had, from then to now, has had the highest impact. Hundreds of thousands of students have passed through that institution, which has been run on a volunteer basis um, to serve the country. Serve. And most of the teachers, um, I'd say 95% of the teachers that were produced to teach Hindi and and other forms of culture came out of that institution. Okay, but that's like separate uh, kind of Sunday school then. It's not part of the mainstream schools, right? Or that's right. It was done volunteer on evenings, 
and weekends. Like yeah. here, almost all temples here they teach Hindi Sanskrit. Yeah. Hinduism. Right. So kind of. Okay. Yeah. So that they, but they taught a structured curriculum okay. with examinations okay. and all that. Okay. Um, students were prepared and wrote uh, O level and A level Hindi in, um, of uh, Cambridge University, oh. England. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so did they get a certificate from Cambridge? Correct. Okay. Correct. Okay. Uh, Oxford, actually Oxford, oh. which is was the the you paid for it was Oxford, right? I think so. Yeah, Oxford. Yeah, yeah this is Cambridge, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah it was Cambridge. Cambridge. Yeah, Cambridge. but Cambridge was done through the the schools, mm -hmm. right? But Oxford was done when you did private. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. But so, why not Indians then? Why Oxford or Cambridge? Huh? Why not from India? Country was British. Yeah. still British. Yeah, it was still British. Yeah. India didn't offer that. Yeah. yeah. India didn't offer. That. How about now? Is it still British? No. We are republic now. The British system. But more so because of the the government to government arrangements. Remember, mm. with this this is where you would see that even today, whenever a government that's a non Indian government takes power, they mm. don't do business with India on that level. So mm. we had that problem where the, the PM government was in power for uh, 30 plus years and they kept it, they wanted to keep everything non Indian. So mm. they would prefer deal with England than with mm. India. That, that's the biggest problem. Like right now, that problem is there. When you see we had a, a, a government that was predominantly Indian was there in power and they they did everything with India. <laughs> now these people come and they're undoing that work and no. they want to deal mm -hmm. uh, with, with Africa instead. Oh. So that's that's the struggle we go through. Oh. So every it's kind of a cycle. Yes. So one will do and one will undo. Like what's happening yeah. in this yes, exactly the same. So the, the politics always influences what happens on the ground. Mm -hmm. And because the PNO was in power for so long, we saw that the, the Indian people, especially all state-run companies, were being affected. And, and even the Indian women were being made to marry to non-Indians in order to move up in those industries. And you see it up till today. You see the effects of it today where it has produced you know, something in between both races. So, yeah, 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 and, and the, the first time we got an Indian Prime Minister in Trinidad, it was, it, it was like a lifeline to the people and gave them uh, a sense of belonging, otherwise mm -hmm. you felt like a second-class citizen in a country that you were born in mm -hmm. and grew in. Uh, you weren't allowed to practice your culture as much more. Mm -hmm. So from 1966 to now, the biggest impact has been what the BVS has done. Okay. By, yeah, it wasn't just that uh, you go to a puja and go back home. Mm -hmm. This is, we produce people who could read and write Hindi, and speak Hindi, and people who studied music and who mm. knew the music properly mm. and and utilize it according to, uh, to proper uh, uh days oh, music so hindustani singing. so did you learn hindi and music with bbs so you right. went to Sanskrit. that school after your sixth after eighth or at 14 years old 15 years old i started learning with them i i hadn't gone to i didn't know about them before after eight, eight, yeah, after eight, yeah. yeah i started attending secondary school um, 
and I would get up, be able to get out and go to San Fernando because we grew up in very uh, strict families where you didn't go out anyway. You know? So, so that has been the biggest impact. I'm going back to Trinidad on the 24th to attend a cultural camp, one of the activities at BVS where they hold um, the whole country, all the teachers and students come together to take uh -huh. part in different competitions and all that has been held okay. in Shastriya Sangeet, uh, Hindi, uh, Hindi dramas, uh -huh. Hindi things like that, uh, satsang, yoga, and stuff like that, under the directorship of my Guruji. This is one of his books, he is uh, most recent wow. book on Hindu culture. Mm -hmm. uh, there are questions and answers on Hindu culture. I plan to I introduce this today at the Mandir, which I'm going to be teaching, and exams will be conducted on this. This is only one of it. Mm -hmm. It's done in both Hindi and English, mm -hmm. questions and answers on Hinduism. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's it to now. I mean, I can tell you so much about the work that BVS has done. Just wearing Indian clothes, they have promoted it. Uh, anyone who can play a harmonium and sing to some extent has come out of there other than the local flavor of music that has been there. Okay. But uh, the, the, the folk music has been popular before. Mm -hmm. um, but so you think we have kind yeah, of yes, yes, yes. The Bhojpuri music, yeah. yeah. Of the Bhojpuri, yeah. Kathali, yeah. Kind of, okay. More Bhojpuri music, yeah. No, more Bhojpuri. Yeah, yeah. So BVS, is, was it ever funded by Indian government, Indian embassy? No, totally... Supported, but not funded. Not funded, okay. It's entirely volunteer funded. Entirely volunteer. And, but the people who were teaching initially, but from India, or only my Guruji and his wife. Oh, okay, and then two people. He train others. Yes, local others. Like yeah, he built an organization from the wow. with the people from wow. the grassroots. Must have worked. <laughs> and even he was opposed by the mainstream Hindu organization Why? in the country. Why? They didn't want him to teach Sanskrit. Why? Why not? Because that was being kept by certain segments of the society oh, in order to their propagate. dominance was threatened correct by the, by the brahmins yeah yes so so who won <laughs> just say it for me yeah huh? just say it <laughs> so but right now it is open to everybody oh, okay. yeah but at one time there was a segment of the the people who wanted to keep that okay so within they circles lose yeah. them their little yeah well, they have no choice now it is <laughs> People have gone to India and come back and is teaching okay. and doing okay. all the time. So I'll let the others contribute. Because <laughs> I had to bring you up to this point in time. <laughs> Even though I'm considerably younger than Pandiji, um, hearing his perspective of growing up in Trinidad and the exposure is still very foreign to me. Because we grew up... Um, so, sorry, to, so your name, first of all? Oh, sorry, Tara, Tara Maharaj. As slow as possible. <laughs> The speed should be slow. That's uh, going to be a challenge. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell us uh, your name. Mm -hmm. And more, more importantly, where your grandparents or parents came from in India. Okay. So I get the full picture. Okay. So and then how, uh, the same question then. Whatever you can remember from your parents and grandparents, mm -hmm. how they survived, how they thrived mm -hmm. in uh, India. So, so what do you do before it's bigger to cover educationally? Politically and, and spiritually. spiritually. So these are the main topics he's yeah. trying to guide. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you don't have to, re to do the same thing for the younger that you can do from the educational view. Okay. Go ahead. Okay. So my name is Tara Maharaj. Um, uh, I'm 36 years old. I don't know if that matters. 
um, my grandparents were original, great grandparents were originally from UP. I'm not sure which okay. part of UP, um, but I'm third generation. Okay. Um, Sorry to interrupt. Just no, it's fine. My own personal opinion. Go to your ancestral village in UP. No, no. Um, that would be interesting for you. Huh? Interesting. Okay. So, like I was saying. Um, Hearing Pandiji speak, it's especially about the educational opportunities that he had, that opportunity to go to Hindu school, um, that opportunity to be exposed to BVS. We were never afforded that because being in a remote part of the country um, that was considered below the poverty line or maybe on the poverty line, you didn't have that opportunity to go to these um, places where these classes were offered. And so you were kind of, um, you, had to, you had to deal with whatever education was given to you. You didn't have a choice to select which, where, where you go. You went where, what was available. And so what was available. Right, yeah. And so what was within walking distance. And so what was available to us was um, a Roman Catholic school. And it was very similar to what he said in that the teachers who were there, even though they had come from a Hindu background, they would have had to convert in order to um, be teachers at that school. Um, so we grew up uh, educationally in that, d doing rosary every morning, um, reciting. Christian rosary? Yes, Christian rosary, oh, wow. because it's a Roman Catholic school. Yeah. So during Lent, uh, we were given Bible classes, mm -hmm. um, doing rosary every morning and mm -hmm. evening, um, you know, all of these things. Mm -hmm. Then from there, um, I went on to a Presbyterian secondary school, Presbyterian, Presbyterian. Right, right. Um, and uh -huh. there um, we had worship every morning, which was also Bible studies, and yeah. we sang the hymns and, and, and that sort of thing. Um, so my formal educational training was always based on, on biblical studies and that sort of thing. Well, we were able to maintain our um, allegiance with Hinduism and, and our upbringing came from a, a mandir that was independent of the mainstream mandirs, um, the Mahasabha or BVS and that sort of thing. So it came authentically from a great-grandparents who struggled to keep mm -hmm. each other going. It was generally a society who came together mm -hmm. and motivated each other, mm -hmm. came together, sat under the banyan tree and had satsangs, mm -hmm. read from the Ramayan and that sort of thing and yeah. struggled to maintain what we had until they, we were able, until they were able, maybe in my generation, to go out and access what was available from mm. BVS and, and, and SDMS and, and mm. those types of organizations. Mm -hmm. So in that respect, um, every Saturday growing up, we would have Hindi classes, mm. which were taught by members of our village mm. um, who they themselves didn't really know that much. But in order to keep the kids together, to keep the youths together, mm. to provide a, a forum for practicing Hinduism, mm. they taught whatever they knew, mm. which is what we learned and until we were able to learn formally mm. and do better okay. for ourselves. So that is where that came from. Mm -hmm. When you look at the evolution of education in, in Trinidad, as Pandaji said... Oh, uh, what's the professional background? Oh, uh, because he keeps saying... <laughs> so why is he focusing on education? I don't know. <laughs> uh, I don't, maybe you have that problem. No, I, um, I have a, a BA in marketing and I have okay. an MBA with emphasis on leadership. Okay. Um, but I'm in finance. Why <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't okay. well I'm always okay. I'm always trying to learn and, and looking for, oh, for okay. avenue. I'm very interested. I worked in the 
at the University of Trinidad and Tobago for six years. So maybe that's why um. he's, um, he's kind of steering me in yeah. that, that direction. Yeah, when you look at the evolution of education okay. in Trinidad, um, as Pandaji said, the Presbyterians were the ones who really came in and set up schools mm -hmm. and set up formal um, education, mm -hmm. uh, a formal education system in Trinidad. So mm -hmm. um, you would find that, like I said, a lot of the structure is centered around what, what that missionary uh, grouping set up. Um, but now with... I'm, I'm extremely happy to see, even apart from this, the mm. Mahasabha who've set up primary schools and mm. secondary schools and now um, they have, they have uh, high schools mm. in Trinidad, mm. the Chinmaya mission now mm. is also very, very active in Trinidad. Mm. And so they have from preschools, so for a child who is just learning to speak mm. from three years old yeah. can go to that school and recite Bhagavad Gita, can wow. recite Shastras, yeah. and it is mind-blowing. My nephew, yeah. Yeah. Um, he... He's now six. When he was three years old, as soon as he could speak, they, they sent him to that school. And so he would come home and he would speak about, he would tell me the colors in Hindi and things that we never knew. You know, it, it was, it's so beautiful to see that they're learning it and they can recite these mantras and, and, and all of these uh, Vedic uh, scripture. So they're molded now onto, uh, where Hindi and, and Bhagavad Gita and so on, it's become part of the high school uh, system where oh, they, wow. they learn and, 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 and it's part of their curriculum. Oh, it's part of their wonderful. curriculum. So in the end, you said Sanskrit? Hindi, in Chennai, I think they do Sanskrit. Some yes, Sanskrit. Sanskrit. Yeah. Part of the mainstream schools. Part of the mainstream oh, schools. Yeah. So that's an added bonus. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But again, the challenge is, is for people who live in areas where they're, they're on or below the poverty line, they don't have access oh, to these even things, today. even today, because it's a private school. It's a private. Oh, you pay to go to that school. It's not. Yeah, it's yeah. not public education. Yeah. Um, so that is one of the challenges that I uh, think um, as Hindus we, uh, we have to deal with even even today. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's amazing to see where yeah. where that has come. Speaking, I'm not sure if economically was one was one of your yes. uh, thing, but. Um, Pandajis also spoke about his, his cousin going to India and, for, and forging those relationships uh -huh. with the politicians over there. And what that has opened is a huge market for Indians to come to Trinidad. Uh -huh. And um, they've set up huge trade fairs. Uh -huh. It's, it's kind of like flea markets yeah. throughout Trinidad and Tobago, bringing in uh, Indian wear, bringing in mm -hmm. instruments, bringing in everything that you can think of, food, furniture, India clothing, from India, India directly to Trinidad. Because of how people went back to India and they... Yeah. The negotiations and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. Right. So we have, okay. it's, it's an open market now where they okay. come in and they've set up. Okay. And what you find is that, um, well, first of all, it's, the prices are highly competitive compared uh -huh. to what we had to pay before. So uh -huh. a lot of people, yeah, we have more access to these things now, uh -huh. um, to the instruments and the clothing and so on. More people what are wearing it. Musical instruments? Musical oh, instruments, okay. yes. More people are wearing it. At any given day, if you go to one of these trade fairs, you would find people from every race in Trinidad and uh -huh. Tobago in there shopping. For Diwali, everybody wears the clothing. Even non-Indians? Even non-Indians. <laughs> everybody <laughs> wears it. Trinidad is a melting pot of, of cultures. It is wonderful. Um, my brother... He teaches at a primary school in Chagonas, and mm -hmm. that's in central Trinidad. And for Pagwa, when they have Holy Samilan, uh -huh. you would find, well, his school, because of where it's situated, mm -hmm. it's 90% uh, African, African yeah. children, African right. origin. Right. And they are the ones singing the chowtals. They are the right. ones reciting the mantras. They are the ones for, they have a Bal Vikas competition. By, by the way, she mentioned Pagwa. Holy, holy, holy. You're coming from Rajasthan. Uh -huh. I could, yeah, Fagwal, Holi. 
Yes. There is more to that than holy. Color? Yeah, so so it's 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 a melting pot. So um even though you find that there are um there there is some level of discrimination between uh-huh. the blacks and the Indians right. and so on, which right. has emerged because of indentorship during yeah. when slavery ended and indentorship, that uh distinction was placed in the minds of the people by the British people to keep them separate. Uh-huh. Because united they could they could have thrown out right. that government right. and right. formed their own system. But if you plant a seed of dissension in their minds, there's no way they're going to right. unite, right? right. Um, so even today with the political system, mm-hmm. it stemmed from there and it mm-hmm. just grew and it multiplied as, as the years went by. Mm-hmm. Um, so even though there is that seed of dissension, still you can, you can, to me, one of the most beautiful things about Trinidad is the harmony um, mm-hmm. in that there's a lot of acceptance of each other's cultures there. So Africans and Indians, they do accept each other now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I thought there was more... Uh, at the political level, yeah. at the political yeah. level, it's... Dog eat dog, <laughs> right? But when you come down, if you go to the villages, mm. they live side by side. Mm. They they farm and they share with each other. Mm. They, they there is genuine love and affection. But mm. it's the politi- the politicians mm. for their own purposes. Mm. They're sowing the seeds of mm. dissension in, in their mind because you divide and conquer, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. you know, it stems from there, and and there's been that sort of. Um, mm-hmm. Discrimination. So, so SDMS and BBS mm-hmm. could never reach the, where you. Where we were, no. Even today. No. Well, today they they spread spread their wings a bit mm-hmm. further, mm-hmm. but still for some of the remote areas in Trinidad mm-hmm. and Tobago, um, it's still inaccessible. And, I think. And I didn't really hear anything from it about SDMS. You mentioned BBS. The second Maharaj I uh, mentioned, yeah. he established SDMS. So I didn't say the name right, of right, it, right. but him. Yeah. So SDMS is the pioneer, BVS came later on. And yes. Yeah. So that we joined that. Yeah. Uh, Sanatan Dharma has yeah. done extraordinary things mm. um, in Trinidad and Tobago in terms of setting up manders mm. throughout so who, the country. Who set up the temple, that floating temple that. Uh, in the, the, in the ocean. Yeah. So that well, that's a private temple. I don't think yeah. he's associated with any of the organizations. Yeah. But there was a... Sudha Yes. 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 So, yes. so yes. the story behind that, yeah. So he was a direct descendant yeah. of India. Mm-hmm. His name is Sudha Sadhu. Mm-hmm. And so... No, he was Indian. This yeah. Is, this is yeah. 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 So direct descendant of India. Immigrant. So... So what happened was he. Um, I think they will. So he built a temple. So this was maybe at what the end of indentorship. Sudas Sadhu. Sudas Sadhu. That's a lot. Why is yeah? I'm going to ask, but now so, so that's the Bhojpuri effect there. When you say see you instead of Siva. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I want to ask also the way you both are speaking English is quite different. Yeah. Inari Prasad's style is very similar to yours. Right, because I so, I lived in Trinidad for most of my life. Okay. I moved here six years ago, but Padaji's been in, ah, in North America. You can hear the Toronto accent. Padaji has a water down to You all speak very similar, you and you and Also, because my, my mother made sure when we were growing up, we didn't speak the local language. Okay, okay. She always corrected us speak proper English uh, okay. that she was taught by her father. So oh, okay. that influenced our But she must have gone uh, also there, right? Or yes, my mom is, yeah. I'm still there. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so he, um, I think it was coming down to the, either the end of indentureship. Um, mm. He had built a mandir on... Shivda Sadhu. Yes, okay. very close to the, to the ocean. Um, and oh, so he also came from UP or Bihar? Do anyone know? I, I would imagine because most of by our last, ancestors. By the last name Sadhu, it will be UP. Mm-hmm. By the last name. Sadhu. Bihar too. I'll I'll get you I that. Mean, yeah. That information okay. is okay. there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So he constructed yeah. a mandir, yeah. and the government or the powers that became and they demolished it because they oh, said wow. it was not his land. And oh. So he constructed it again. Oh. Um, he was very determined, and they came and they demolished it again. And so he said, mm-hmm. you know what? If the land belongs to them, the ocean does not belong to them. And so he took buckets of gravel and sand and rocks and he weighed his way out into the ocean and he constructed a beautiful mandir. Maybe it was about 100 feet or so? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that in, inside a, of the... Not a chapter at all. Mention. We'll give you more details. Pictures, yeah. Yeah. Pictures. Yeah. It's a very touching... Uh, it's called... Yeah. The te- if you look it up, it's the Waterloo Temple in the sea. Waterloo is the name of the area. If you just look for Waterloo, temple in the sea. Waterloo is the name of the area. Yeah. 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 It's called Waterloo. Man. Waterloo yeah. is famous for, for something else. Also. Yeah. It's, for anyway, it's an yeah. European thing, but there's yeah. all European Waterloo. settlers. Yes. If you drive... If you're driving to that area, you would still see the houses look like the European style barracks that they oh, set up. Okay. You would could still see that influence in the, the uh, architecture okay. there. Okay. Okay. Um, wow. So that temple is it's still well, called the Waterloo Temple. After so after or his Shiva or Vishnu or it's no, not all the oh, deities. Is is that true for all most Trinidad temples? Yes. yes. All yeah. the deities. Yeah. Shiva most Vishnu of them. all together. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So when our first, we got our first Hindu prime minister, mm-hmm. um, I think he, f- I don't know if he funded it or, but he supported it. Mm-hmm. Um, they reconstructed an entire proper structure. Okay. So it's a beautiful mandir there now. Oh. Before it was, it was there, but it was like a, a, a shack, like a kutia. Oh, okay. But now it's, it's a proper. So is there a bridge? How do you go to Yeah. The, so they, they constructed the a proper bridge oh, um, okay. that you can oh. drive up. So it's proper in very extent, it's, it's central Karapi Chaima. So the city of Karapi Chaima, and you go west towards the ocean, it becomes Waterloo. Oh, okay. And then on Waterloo, there is the shore of peace there, right? Is it, is it not? No, 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 that's, no. It's, 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 it's a cremation ground, but it's not yeah. shore of peace. Waterloo oh. cremation, yeah. Okay. Yes, okay. I'll figure out, yeah. yeah. Make sure you go there. Yeah. But um, First we can do a follow-up email and we can get those answers to you okay. in more but detail. Good, good. Yeah. This guy, he had built a, a, a mandir on land oh. and the land was owned by the government. Right, she mentioned yeah. she, uh, But she, she did not pay attention. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. Oh, wow. That's like Bombay uh, Mehazi. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have a Wi-Fi? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Is it an easy code to? Yeah. yeah. Trinbago. Trinbago. <laughs> right from view. Wow. Cypress 2.4. C-R-I-N. Yeah. The network is Cypress 2.4 and... Mm. C-R-I-N-B. Is it Cypress 2.4? Yeah. yeah. Trinbago. Okay. Trinbago. All locations. So it was in the same spot before, mm. but now it's rebuilt mm. properly. Yeah. yeah. So it's all it seems like white marble. And no, it's concrete. concrete. No, it's concrete. concrete. Mm-hmm. concrete. This is an, an aerial view of it. Oh, aerial view taken from a helicopter. Did you go when you went? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wonderful. Okay, great. Awesome. That was the first thing that I visited. Is like landing in there and. Yeah. <laughs> mm. So um, mm. let me see what else. I think I think 
Unless you have specific questions. Yeah. Mm. Let I'll play if um, you are done so we can finish your meeting on what's getting the time. So maybe you can, why were you saying that she should focus on education? Well, I, I, I was telling her because she have more, she come from an educational side. Mm. So she taught at the university oh, okay. as, as a right, business right, right, right. over there and uh, oh. she viewed things from a different view mm. or a local mm -hmm. person would view something. Oh, okay. Um, so, a training and all those things. Right. How many universities are there in China? Many? Oh, five. Um, two, the two main universities are okay. the University of Trinidad and Tobago, okay. um, which is local, and then the University of West Indies. That's just okay. Jamaica, um, Barbados. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then they have like tons of local universities like okay. Nova Scotia and okay. London. And distance learning, distance. a lot of distance oh, okay. learning. But two are in. Yeah. Um, oh, oh, sorry, one more thing. <coughs> yeah. So now, even at the university level, uh -huh. um, we have, and I'm remembering this because of our guest, Sanjay, uh -huh. um, we have a degree level Hindustani classical musical program at oh, the University of Trinidad and Tobago. Oh, so, um, so you can get a BA in Hindu? Yes. 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 Oh, yes. okay. Oh, yes. Hindustani music. Hindustani music. music. Oh, music. Yeah. UTT? UTT. Yes. Yes. Super. Oh, which, oh yeah, everything is being recorded. I, I yeah. don't, I don't. But, but to, to add to that, the, yeah. the BVS have been offering that. In fact, I got my BS in, in Sangeet Kalanidhi with mm. the BVS mm. uh, long before. That's been offered since 1970 or something. So degree given by BVS? Yeah. Oh, okay, but that's not really university. So but it'll be It is a university here in the United States too. Where? And there. BVS? Yes. Yes, the Hindu University of Florida. Oh, in Florida. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Hindu University. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Recently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's make sure everything is recorded. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Name. The name. Your origin in India. Yep. So I am Nandini Basesar Grant. No, so Nandini. Nandini Basesar. Basesar. Uh huh. Grant. It's my husband's name. Okay. And I was born in the late seventies. My I'm fourth generation, okay. um, and so my great-great-great-grandparents came from also Bihar, okay. um, and I have an uncle who studied in India, got his master's degree, uh, bachelor's and master's degree in economics mm -hmm. uh, from the University of Delhi in India, okay. and so did a lot of research on where we're from, uh -huh. um, oh, and okay. I'm going to do him injustice because I don't remember any of that research where, where we're from, and so oh, okay. he traced our roots back on my maternal grandmother's side. Oh, okay. So Bihar. From, mm -hmm. okay. So Bihar. Okay. Um, so that's a little bit about me. I have a bachelor's in pre-med and psychology. Oh. I have a master's degree in uh, college student development. Um, You're from, all from here? All from here. Okay. All from the Midwest. I went to a small private liberal arts college in Illinois, and then I went to Western Illinois University for my master's so, degree. What? From Trinidad? Yep. And I'll get into that okay. when I talk about my education okay. um, and why that is. Okay. Um, good, good. Yeah, but at the ripe old age of 18, oh. sight unseen, I went to a small town in Illinois. Oh. Um, and that's where I got my... Let me ask, uh, yeah, yeah. I forget my question. Yeah. So, Go ahead. how you, the way you, especially you both, seem to have left Trinidad after your 12th. So is it, was it easy to get a visa to Canada or America or how does that work? How did that happen? Uh, even, I don't think it was easy for me. Um, well, easy for visa, yes. Okay. Uh, but I did the SATs. Um, okay. Oh, so you got into college. So I got that's into how college. The so then I got America. the visa. Mm -hmm. Like like the way most Indians come here. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. So I came an F one. I came an F one. So you also same to Canada, same thing. I got, I got married, so it was easy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. His wife was his H one B. Yeah. So, <laughs> she was a, a permanent 
answers. Oh, okay, okay. You took a shortcut. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Right. I did the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> well, I eventually did that. So. <laughs> so H1 means IT professionals, or is that easy to get? How did you get H1? No idea. No. Well, you came from H1, right? How did you come? No, I didn't come. H1 is not necessarily for IT. Oh, yes, yeah, sorry, but most of them. How did you you come here? Probably we will come yeah. to you after you. Yeah. yeah. If we have okay. time. Yeah. Yeah. I forget uh-huh. where I was. Yeah. Anyway, so mm. then I, uh, mm-hmm. I started working on college campuses, and so now mm-hmm. I am the associate director for auxiliary services at uh, University of Texas at Arlington. Arlington, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I oversee. University the, department again, sorry. Uh, auxiliary services. So I oversee the housing department, oh, okay. um, card services, oh, okay. um, some private retail that oh, okay. we have on campus. Oh, okay. So that okay. sort of falls under my area. Yeah. Okay. So. Okay. so business sort of background. I haven't used that medicine pre-med yet. But anyway, so my education, I think, as Pandit spoke and Tara, it reflects directly um, sort of that that history of -hmm. of, um, the value of an education. And I think historically, I think Indians were agriculture right that's where mm-hmm. that's where they wanted they their focus was but then as as the years rolled by they they realized the value of education mm-hmm. and what that meant for their children and so mm-hmm. that was instilled at a young age um to be able to which is why you know you went to the schools or you tried for the best schools because mm-hmm. the uh progression from elementary to secondary isn't natural mm-hmm. so you have to write the an examination and then based on your grades mm-hmm. that's the this is the school you would go to and it was okay. very tiered so okay. you had the best schools you had the second best and then you had okay. you know if you went to the other what was called junior secondaries okay. basically people came out of there but then you know that your your view in the country wouldn't be the same as if okay. you went to the top schools okay. which were lots of times uh presbyterian or roman mm-hmm. catholic so those get higher. Yeah. Yes, yeah. those were the highest. Those yep. Were mm-hmm. okay. Yep. Um, and so, being able that that was my my parents that was their focus mm. because they had worked hard like Pandinji. My dad worked mm. in the he was in a, a pipe fitter basically for mm. the the oil company, but would never got promoted. Mm. I mean, he all his years were service, but he never got promoted because a lot of that because he was Indian, mm. right? Mm-hmm. And so for them, um, mm-hmm. and and that was his name, and so. Um, their focus was being able to educate their children mm-hmm. so they could be better than mm-hmm. where they were. Mm-hmm. And so um, that was their focus. And then, so I was afforded the best. Um, and mm-hmm. I, was, I was, you know, sent to all the private lessons. Mm-hmm. And uh, my grades didn't let me to the, the high school that Tara mm-hmm. went to. But I went to a pretty good, I went to government school. So I didn't go to any denominational mm-hmm. school. I always went to a government school. That's partly because my mother worked at a government school. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was an elementary school teacher. Mm-hmm. And so we went to the school that she worked at. Mm-hmm. But she made sure that our grades reflected so we were always in the best mm-hmm. classes. Mm-hmm. And so I, you know, even when in high school, um, I got all the lessons I did, you know, I, I needed to make sure that my grades mm-hmm. were where they were going to be top notch. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I wrote CXC and I wrote O levels, they made sure that that, because mm-hmm. my, from small, I knew that I needed to go to university mm-hmm. because I was surrounded by one, my, un- my, mo- my uncle on my mother's side who planted that seed really little. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and they kept harping. And so, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, long story short, I decided that I didn't want to go to university there because that's mm-hmm. too close to home in my 18-year-old mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my dad was a very big proponent of being able to go where I wanted mm-hmm. to go. Uh, in the 60s, he was... Uh, 
he applied and, and was a, a called upon by the Royal Air Force in England mm. to be a pilot. And my grandparents wouldn't let him go because mm. uh, he needed to work and focus on the home and help with his younger siblings. And so when I said that, I think that sparked something in him and he was very supportive. My mom wasn't, mm. um, but he was very supportive. So that's how I ended up in college. Mm. So it was a little bit of how that worked. But I think um, if, I, if I could think... As I reflect and I read and I listen to what everybody said mm -hmm. and what I've heard, I think on a global and just reflecting on an emotional level, I think the indentured laborers that came over to Trinidad had this shared experience of unpleasantness, mm -hmm. right? Because they talk about coming on Kalapani and what mm -hmm. that meant to them and how treacherous that journey was because uh, they thought, you know, some of them initially thought that they were just going to another part of India, right? And mm. Three months later, they're not. Yeah. And so when they come and they're all forced to live in barracks, they share this, they have this shared experience of discomfort and, yeah. and all of this taken out of their homeland. Mm. And so I think a lot of what happened is that they saw the focus on holding on to the little they had. Mm. Um, and so I think some of the unimportant stuff I feel in my 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 perception, you could disagree with me. Like the caste system, right? Mm -hmm. It sort of blended away. Mm -hmm. um, you had the Brahmins at the top, who were probably the most learned, um, mm -hmm. and and maybe weren't by birth Brahmins, but because of their knowledge, mm -hmm. that's what they they put themselves at. But they that's how they held on. I think culturally, it was it was important for them to mm -hmm. hold on. And I I reflect on that because that's how I feel. I mean, that's how I felt coming to a country, to a, a, an institution, to a small town in Illinois where I was the only one of my kind. And so being able to hold on to what you know. And back to my parents, I didn't go to the Hindi classes. So the Hindi mm -hmm. I've learned is the Hindi, the small amount of Hindi mm -hmm. that I know is from the Hindi that I picked up as an adult. But they made sure that every Sunday I went to some sort of service. Mm -hmm. um, and we went to the Hindu Prachar Kendra, which is uh, by Ravi G. Because yeah. mm -hmm. my uncle is part of that, that organization. Third, a third organization. Hindu Prachar Kendra. And so we went every Sunday. So, you know, and even before that, I remember being a three-year-old waking mm. up that knowing that I have to go mm. to the mandir mm. every Sunday mm. and learn something. Mm. And so that was instilled in me at that age. And mm. so I, I, that, that became normal for me. Mm. But then I was taken out mm. of what I know, mm -hmm. of everything that I knew, and then planted in something completely unknown. Um, and as an 18, and even though, you know, as education took focus, we didn't go every Sunday, but they made sure that we still practice. What, Mm -hmm. My mom knew a lot more than she gave herself credit for. So she mm -hmm. made she made sure she taught us mm -hmm. what she knew. Mm -hmm. And so even we didn't go regularly because you had to go to lessons and you had homework because again that focus was in education. Mm -hmm. She taught us, and mm -hmm. so for me it that is important. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, I, as I reflect, that's how I get spiritual energy. And it's because of that foundation. Mm -hmm. um, and so being able to taken away from what you know into a new homeland mm -hmm. or you know what eventually became my homeland you hold on mm -hmm. to the pieces you're referring to a homeland to this country i'm referring to my new homeland it's this country right and so you hold on to those pieces and i think that's my experience but i think if, if you reflect 
on what their experience was like. Mm-hmm. And so normally they would have probably never met, right? Mm-hmm. Because people came from different states or the state so large, they, they came from different villages. Mm-hmm. But they, they held on and they, oh. they learned and they grew. And so um, they, they realized the value of that education. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's why some of our words are different. Um, oh. Some, you know, like you you talked about Pagua and what that holy means. And so, you know, maybe they didn't have all the pieces, mm-hmm. but it became this like blended mm-hmm. Caribbean touch. Mm-hmm. Um, even you see it in our food, like what we say curry and what you say curry mm-hmm. is very different. Oh, really? Right? <laughs> so, you know, it's a red curry, green curry, yeah, yeah. and we have a different yeah, blend okay. of spices. Yeah. So if you reflect on it just on a... Oh. a on, a Maslow's need of food, mm-hmm. the food is different, mm-hmm. but it still has that, that flavor. It has an essence, exactly. It has an essence. So, yeah. So, the way you speak English is again because you left Trinidad. Because I left Trinidad at 18. And she did. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. uh, oh, other question I was going to ask so, you were different from what, what they both are, uh, what I'm hearing from these both. They both. Mm-hmm. Both of them are saying that there is some tension, but you said there is more harmony. No, no, I am. So. There is tension. Yeah. Um, there is tension, but I think. Well, I think we give a lot of um, media uh-huh. to the tension, uh-huh. and we don't give enough credit to where there is harmony. Okay. That that's that's the way I look at it, and, and maybe it's because of where I came from. So, uh-huh. Pandeji and, and Nandini, they came from mm. more of the city type oh, of, okay, okay. Of, yeah. so of the politi- country. Politicized. Right, uh, yeah, right. Maybe. But coming from grassroots country oh. that I did, and, okay. and living with my neighbors as we did, and, and going to the, share, sharing yeah. the same schools, sharing the same taxis, no. sharing the same so festivals. Harmonious, more harmonious. It, yeah. Yeah, okay. There is a lot of harmony that yeah. we don't yeah. really yeah. give credit right, right, to. Right. Okay. Okay. The, I, I think yeah. the dissension comes from the top uh-huh. and it, it comes down. Mm. Um, but but the, I think you, you, I knew, you said that also that uh, so even though there is, there is harmony even at the grassroots but there is or maybe I don't know who said that because of the divide and conquer the Africans and Indians are still not sort of united together. Right. They don't really share that. Uh, shared dissension against okay. the British. Right, yeah. right. So, uh, I mean, I, I think in, in any any society, regardless of race or religion, you're going mm-hmm. to find some level of discrimination and separation, mm-hmm. even amongst the Hindus. You spoke of Dr. Indrani Ramprasad. Mm-hmm. And so she created waves Oh. When she became the first Indian uh, female pundit in Trinidad, oh, I don't know oh, if she's ever. I don't know if she's ever mentioned that to you. I mean, she called, her name is Pandita. Right. So no, but when when she when she was established as the first female pundit, that oh. created. I remember being maybe about eleven years old when at that time, and so um, she came to our mandir, oh. and our mandir. Just to put a plug here, is one of the most beautiful mandirs. Oh. If you ever go to Trinidad, you have to visit. Okay, sure. um, in in in. All, all the way in the bush in front of that. Anyways, um, she came to our mandir okay. and um, she was warmly welcomed because even though we're in, from the country, it, we're always very progressive in, in thinking oh. Hinduism has to, to change right. in order to, we have to be relevant, we have to yeah, remain relevant, right? right? And so um, I remember her coming and I remember that visit very clearly. And soon after that, a member of our mandir they went to the Mahasabha uh-huh. to interview for a position as a teacher. Uh-huh. And one of the questions asked was, we know you are from the Triveni Mandir, and recently you had this pandita visit your mandir. Now, Mahasabha is against female oh. pandits. Um, as gamers. Right. Yeah. What, what do you think about this? And, and so they, 
they advocated that you know we support women being mm. in, in in these positions and yeah. you know whatever and, and they didn't get the job oh. so even amongst the hindus yeah. there is tension right there is. so i mean you can't i don't think yeah. you can just base it on on race uh, um even though you can qualify uh -huh. the ra the racial tensions because of the history that we've that we've shared yeah that that came directly from india right yeah right yeah right right just just recently yeah. the, the women started getting recruited and yeah for yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then uh so when they, she became pandit i never asked her and i'm i don't mean to be uh, yeah. uh Focus, but I'm just curious. Yeah. So when she calls herself Pandita, and you all said that she's the first woman who became a priest, mm -hmm. uh, does that also does? So, so, but so I'm assuming now that she's not from a Brahmin background, right? I, I never heard of her to be honest. With okay, you. I, I, but okay. I yeah, I've heard of her, but I don't know. I, that. given her last name and what is considered Brahmin, Brahmin in Trinidad, I would say no. Okay. Um, but. But she became, that's the probably the resistance from SDMS and so right. yeah, yeah, okay, right. okay, okay, okay. Because Mahasava, the SDMS, they consider themselves to be the authority in, in uh, of Hinduism okay. in Trinidad. Okay. Very conservative and... Yes. Okay. And, and they go up by birth. Right. And oh, yes. right. Your last name. Oh, okay. Your last name. Okay. Your last Not name. by knowledge so much. Uh, <laughs> what about BBS? Is that more progressive than SDMS or is it equally conservative or something in the middle? Or? It's... <laughs> it's... <laughs> It's somewhere in the middle. Okay. Somewhere in the middle. Okay. Um, okay. It, it supports. You see, because it, it was under pressure by the SDMS to not teach Sanskrit. It Sanskrit is opposed and being taught in the BPS uh, initially Why? because for that same reason. Oh, okay. Only Brahmin should teach. But Brahmin is And okay. so it mm -hmm. it was kept low profile mm -hmm. and then later on. Um, in terms of the the uh, the tension, um, to explain, uh -huh. it the tension varied with the flavors. In it had it came from the political. Oh, uh, okay. You would find that when the Indian government is ruling, there is less tension. Mm -hmm. For some reason, it was more open to everyone. Everyone behaved. You find now that the PNM government has come back into power. What does the PNM stand for? People's, People's National, National Movement. Movement. That's non-Indian party. Yeah. Well, yeah. they they have yeah. Indians in there but who not are leadership powerless. They are like a, a toothless dog, yeah. so to speak. <laughs> so PNM is like the Afro-dominant party. And what's which one is the Indian dominant party? UNC. UNC stands for United National Congress. Congress. Okay. 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 So those are the two dominant parties. Okay. So when PNM comes, continue now. So yeah. Whenever PNM comes, yeah. the the Afro People a little more aggressive. Yeah, aggressive, yeah. Okay. and okay. we we you would see um, there's YouTube videos there when the PNM lost power. Uh -huh. They thought the Indians were coming. There are things that happen in in the political uh, in the election times are coming where they they called us the the Calcutta ship is coming, oh, which meaning wow. like to take over <laughs> Tobago. All these statements, racist statements, yeah. were made in the election. Calcutta ship as in the indentured Correct. Yes. Yeah. The Kala, Kala yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they all these things are happening. That that's wow. how the the Afros mm -hmm. in North Trinidad think. Mm -hmm. Now you go south and central Trinidad, you will find more. Uh, oh, harmony, yeah, cohesiveness. So yeah. north and central are more harmonious. South yeah. is more tension. No, no. North, north is more tension. North is more tension. South and central yeah. is more harmonious. Because you come from south. Mm -hmm. yeah.
We all come from South, but okay. different areas of the South. South. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You you are more central to South, right? I'm more central. South. Yeah. Uh, more east east, yeah. Okay. To South, yeah. So which are the major towns of San Fernando? San Fernando. We are close to San Fernando. We oh. all close to San Fernando. Yeah. So the, ca San Fernando. the capital is Port of Spain, and that's okay. where that is North Trinidad, okay. and that's it's more developed, okay. and that's it's the hub of um, politics okay. and and economics. So, so a bit more tension there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Okay. So because it, it has more dominancy to more the aggressive side of things. Uh, mm. thing. Because yeah. you have more the gangs stuff going on in North Carolina with the black people, and those are the hot spots in the country. Gang as a gang war, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crime is very high now. It's the highest ever in the history of the country. Uh, it's very dangerous to move around. And just uh, two years ago, that was on the decline with the previous government. So PNM. So people become more aggressive with PNM and yeah, okay. and because okay. they are a little more lax in yeah. in yeah. the policing yeah. and all that is going wow. on. But yeah, mm. the, the tension does change mm. when when it comes to 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 eat food among the people. Everybody's together. <laughs> when it comes to work and getting opportunities, then mm. there is tension. There is tension. Okay. That that's really where the biggest tension mm. is. Yeah. You, you know, no, want something, then they say, oh, look, the Indians are taking it. Will no. we go and run and take it? No. Because the Indians work hard. Right? Yes. 40% right. Indians, right? Around 40% Indians? 50%. 50%? 50%? Yes. yes. In fact, 51 really? to 55%. Wow. But the, the, the weakness comes from Hindus. Uh -huh. They're about 335,000 and 1.3 million because a greater portion, uh, a good portion of them are converted to Christianity. Uh -huh. So that is where the strength is not there. Uh -huh. Otherwise, we could have, uh, from the DLP days of politics, we could have always won the election. What's DLP now? <laughs> Democratic <laughs> Labour Party. That was in the 1950s. That was the first party after indi before independence. So that party is gone now. Yeah, yeah they yeah. That, that merged into UNC. Okay. UNC is the inheritance. They inherit all the. Yeah. Okay. UNC is where the Indians are. Yeah. Okay. If you ever heard of Rajanath Kapildev, have you heard of Rajanath Kapildev? Yeah. Uh, yeah. dedicated to him. Uh -huh. He was the the Indian politician at the time of independence. Okay. Okay. Uh, he assisted. Time so uh, oh, we have so a wrap up. Okay. We have to eat. Yeah, we can do another session okay. next fine. time. Fine. But I I like to stick to time. Oh yeah. And um, of course, and Sanjay already prepared Bojan okay, for so All right. Yeah, he is um. Thank you so much. No, wait, but both both yeah. will say a couple. Oh, no, sure. Let's talk to Nalal because he can always talk to me. Okay. So let's talk to Nalal. I think I, I would be happy to come to this. This was, this is, this yes. has been extremely, extremely um, informative and very invigorating for uh, for me, especially somebody who has been uh, passionate about uh, uh, all the all the islands <laughs> where the intention. Introduce yourself, Dr. Nalal. <laughs> you have to introduce yourself. Oh, uh, no, I thought this was off record. Oh, no, no, it's, it's done? It's good. No, yeah, no it's, yes. it's on. It's, on. Okay. it's still on. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah this is uh, uh, Nandlal Singh. Uh, I came here from India in 1974 to do my uh, higher studies. I did three masters and my doctorate from SMU here in Dallas. I've uh, been in Dallas since 76. 
I come from a part of India which is, uh, which is the birthplace of all the islands, the Banaras, Eastern UP. Uh, not really from Banaras, but uh, just like you, in the, the grassroots, the deeper village of uh, uh, Banaras. And that's where I did my schooling. I went to school, similar schools probably that you went to in Trinidad, and I saw with my own eyes going to different islands to uh, how a strong similarity. Mm -hmm. And then I tried my way to connect with those people that uh, didn't show any interest uh, in me being from India mm -hmm. because they thought that uh, most of the Indians that come to Trinidad have no idea as to who these local Indians are and what their roots, because most of them are from urban cities, mm -hmm. from non-UPN Bihar, mm -hmm. from Bombay, Chennai, etc. People from South India would have no idea mm -hmm. about uh, the names, etc. I'm a student of uh, uh, names. I just, uh, I just took to that uh, liking because for 12 years, mm -hmm. I went to a school in India where there was uh, no roof. Mm -hmm. Our family was well-to-do, but... Uh, but that's what the only school that mm. everybody had to go to. Mm -hmm. uh, we didn't even stu we studied Hindi in Bhojpuri. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Hindi was the medium of uh, reading. Yeah. Bhojpuri was medium of the instruction, instruction. and uh, mm -hmm. and the speaking. Yeah. So, so you know, it's, it's a long. I could be there are a lot of observations that I have been noting down, etc. And there are a lot mm -hmm. of undercurrents about it. Mm -hmm. You know how the Brahmins came, mm -hmm. uh, the whole. Uh, control of uh, the spiritual things among Brahmins and uh, mm -hmm. some Canadian missionaries came mm -hmm. and uh, I'm sure everybody knows that uh, how sympathetic they were some mm -hmm. to the Hindus but they wanted to mm -hmm. teach them English first mm -hmm. so that uh, so all, all those things one interesting thing um, you know when I see the names when I go over mm -hmm. there uh, and you may not relate to what part of Rajasthan you come from? Jodhpur, mm -hmm. Jodhpur, so from an urban area, right? No, Pali is very small town. Also, yeah. Small yeah. town, Kasba. Yeah, not, not, not village. Not village, okay. Village. It's a different perception. Mm -hmm. There's a, actually, a, there are three Indias. There's a India that, uh, that you see, Delhi. the Bombay, Delhi, the yeah. urban India, that's India. Yeah. Then there is uh, the Hindustan, which is uh, the second tier cities and all these like things. Bali and, yeah. and then there's Bharat, which is <laughs> the villages. villages yeah. Yes. And... Um, so India, Hindustan, and Bharat. Okay. That's right. So when I see, when I hear the word Fagua, I know that no matter how much you try, you will not be able to relate to what Fagua actually is. Okay. You know, Fagua Fali. is... Yeah, you, you, you sing Fag, you sing Fagui. Oh, yeah. It's called Fagui, and in Fagui you, you sing Fagua. Okay. Or it becomes Fag. Okay. And, uh, I know that Raj Kafi is used for Fagua, right? Classical rock coffee yeah, is yeah, used yeah. to. You have uh, that's you I have chautal, chopal, yeah. and then you have batak. Yeah, the batak batak yeah. is because the front porch of the house is called bataka. Mm -hmm. That's called bataka, mm -hmm. right? Have you heard of it? Yeah. The, yeah. So, so you sit. Yeah, you, you sit in the bataka yeah. and sing, mm -hmm. and that becomes batak. <laughs> okay, those are the origins, etc. Uh, I'll just I'll just say uh, 
uh, there's a long one, there are a lot of observations, etc. Mm -hmm. uh, that I'll be, you know, when there's an opportunity, I'll share with you. And I think I. How many times that. you've gone to, gone to the Trinidad? I've been to Mauritius twice. Uh, Trinidad, I was there for quite some time. Okay. Uh, next stop is uh, Guyana mm -hmm. and then Fiji. Okay. And, uh, How long you stayed in Trinidad? Oh, I was 10 days. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. Uh, for a couple of years, there's a uh, Fulori. I wanted to even my own my my own family is from uh, Lucknow uh -huh. in Banara. They had never heard of Fulori. Mm, okay. Lucknow is very close to the Bhojpuri Pradesh, uh -huh. but uh, the thing like is the, the Bhojpuri was presented in the Indian context in such a way that if you want to show somebody project somebody in the Bollywood as a simpleton, as a gawar, as yeah. a yeah. stupid person, make them speak Bhojpuri. Yeah. <laughs> That's why the easiest thing was, you know, you give yeah. the hero a yeah. gamcha, they call it gamcha. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Around that. Yeah. And uh, a little uh, tabij. Yeah. Yes. You know, yes. wear yes. them. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. yeah. And a half sleeve shirt. Yeah. yeah. We know tabij, you use. Yeah. Common. And then uh, you turn, you, sh uh, you groom your hair certain ways. <laughs> and then you speak Bhojpuri, you're perfect for. Uh, yeah, yeah. Form, formula for showing somebody. Like, yeah, all, the, all those yeah, things. Yeah. So with that, mm. most of Indians who have not been brought up in villages, even mm. the people from Banaras, my hometown Banaras, mm. would distance mm. from villages because, hey, no, 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 I'm from the town, mm. not from the village. <laughs> I, I have to say that I'm, I'm very proud to say mm. that uh, I come from the root village because uh, even with all those things, uh, mm -hmm. uh, I went to wherever I had to go and I excelled, whether it was a competition, was a society, whatever, mm. but it, it can be done. So, when you say your name is Biseshwar, okay? Vishweshwar, right? It's Vishweshwar. Yeah, I didn't get her last name. She tried twice, I still didn't get Biseshwar. No, last name. Yes. Grant. Grand. Grand. I still. Yes, husband. My husband's wife. It's an English. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you have to say. <laughs> My husband's wife. I'm still struggling, struggling. Yeah, yeah. Besides, I got. Yeah. 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 Don't try to. Don't try to read. Don't try to make some. Yeah. So. So I, I told my. I said I got to have fulauri. Fulauri is a very common uh, snack in, in our part of it, and uh, even though. Bhojpuri is claimed by uh, Western Bihar, mm -hmm. but it uh, it spreads its wings all the way to uh, into Audhi world of Ramchand Manas, mm -hmm. Ayodhya and all. Uh, mm -hmm. Now now you know that you are from Baharaj. Yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring it up here. But yes, yeah. he is from Baharaj UP, which is oh, Nepal wow. border. I just I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. Nepal. Oh. Near Nepal. Yeah, near Nepal. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. But Baharaj, but Baharaj, oh. in Baharaj they don't speak Bhojpuri, they speak Audhi. Avadhi. Yes. Oh, okay. so, oh. so, Wait, so is that close to your No. No, Nepal. Oh. Ne Nepal, yeah. So, oh. and, uh, oh, that's I'll be, why he's close to the... That's why he connects so well to the Bhutanese and Nepal. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and then there's a, there's a large roti that you make. Yes, yes. It's called what? Paratha. There's another uh, name. Basakshad. 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 What? <laughs> okay. Do you, do you know the, where, it, where it came from? Do, do you know? And, and there, there is, there is, see, so when you, when you talk about the Hindu religion, you have to understand the cultural aspect yeah, of it. So what was the word? So, and you, uh, Dr. Jain, you would never be able to, uh, and I, I challenge a lot of other people from uh, Banaras and Patna and oh, wow. now. Spell it out for him. <laughs> B U S S U P S H U T. 
Okay. I'm gonna slow BUSS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of information. <laughs> yeah. it, it is a, a paratha, really. It's a paratha. Okay. Yeah. I've never heard this name. Tell me no, your Basupshit? Okay, no, this, this is a. Basupshit. It's a paratha? Yeah. Paratha. Okay. So this never is. Heard that yeah. yeah, because. because Okay, so this is. This is Rajpuri or Avdi? Bhojpuri, well, I'll, I'll tell you, okay, okay. I'll tell you it's coming to that. And there are a lot of words that have been used, people just kind of uh, uh, dismiss them because they just don't know. Mm. See, when you were talking about the struggles and, uh, yeah. you know, working in the form and yeah. uh, given the, the, the worst of the, mm -hmm. the land, etc. So these guys and the, being the tropical land, mm -hmm. they would only wear half sleeve shirts. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now those were called bush shirts. Oh, bush shirts. Bush yeah, shirts yeah. by British. Yes. 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 Oh. So that so bush became, shirts. I think that led so, to that. So okay. yeah. over a period of time, over a period of time, you know, it, it, would, it would get all torn and mm -hmm. everything, yeah. etc. Mm -hmm. So so when they so when they make this paratha roti, yes. they didn't have the bela. Uh, so yeah. they will take the stick and beat up the roti with that. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it create would create holes which will yeah. just like look like the bushes. Oh yes. wow! <laughs> Thank you for that information. Seriously, yeah. 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 So uh, oh, wow. and there are a lot of lot of words. Mm. Uh, I'll I'll share you. There's a, just like your PNM uh, UNC. There's a party in Fiji called Columbri. Columbia. Mm. All these people who came, of course, in those days, mm. uh, the schools, primary schools in the those remote part of UP and Bihar were non-existent prior to 1930, 1940. Mm. They started coming, mm. so people didn't go to school at all. Mm. Totally uneducated. Mm. We only had Brahmins. Mm. They would come and uh, and uh, do Satnarayan puja, mm. and for some reason, there was this uh, among. Chhatris, Rajputs, mm -hmm. they they just kind of became atheists. Mm -hmm. That mm -hmm. we don't want Brahmins to come and uh, perform puja, etc. Mm -hmm. If you want to perform puja, go to the lower caste people. Mm -hmm. And we will come to the lower caste uh, as much as we hate them and we won't allow them to draw water from our wells, etc. But if mm -hmm. priest comes and performs puja, we'll take the prasad. Mm -hmm. Okay. So even as as late as we would as kids, we were perfectly okay to go to a Harijan's house. Mm -hmm. When the puja got performed by a known priest, yeah. we'll take the prasad, we'll come over. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, so these uh, distinctions of, uh, mm -hmm. so those people were not allowed to have a proper name. Mm -hmm. If for some reason, if a priest gave you a good name, the upper caste will say, how dare you have a name like this? That's supposed to be reserved for the upper caste. Mm. Okay, so when you see names like Buddha and Dukhi and all these things, <laughs> Dinanath. Uh, you know, Dinanath is a good name. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, trashy name. Uh -huh. Something to do with maligning. It's like uh, I even saw a guy in my class in West Indies, Kachara. Oh, Kachara. Lagan, there is a, trash. In Lagan movie, there is a name Kachara for the untouchable. That's right. Uh, I, I went to Mauritius uh, not too long, three, three months ago. The first person that I landed at the airport, uh, Tikori. I don't know if you know Tikori. Mm -hmm. The earlier form of the mango, when the mango is uh, still baby mango, Tikari. that's called oh. Tikora. 
to Kora and to Kori. Mm. If you look K- at it... I knew Kari. Kari also is called... Like, you are oh. talking about Gujarati and Marathi. Yeah, Marwari. Yeah, Marwari. Yeah, yeah, Marwari. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you'll have to first actually, to do a good job of the Hindu culture, etc., you have to spend some time in the Bhojpuri Pradesh in India, uh-huh. learn the Bhojpuri culture. Uh-huh. My daughter got married in 2013 mm-hmm. to a boy from... Indian boy, but uh, from South India. Mm-hmm. Konkari. Uh-huh. Okay. And... Uh, my daughters, uh, they go to India, they are very much, as, as I speak, they're in India attending a wedding right now in, in Lucknow. She said, Daddy, I want a wedding just like the pure Bhojpuri <laughs> wedding that you went to. <laughs> with the, because we are Rajput, with the elephant and everything. So, so I said, okay, I'll, I'll see if I can fulfill the dream. Mm. So I created a booklet called Bhojpuri Konkari Wedding. <laughs> you know where did I get the most information from? Trinidad and yeah. Ghana mm-hmm. on the websites of that. Yeah, we have very, very authentic, yeah, yeah. etc. I went to Banaras, I got all the <laughs> books, I got the priest from Hindu Mandir. He's from uh, Madhya Pradesh, not too far from UP. Mm-hmm. And I said that you are not going to deviate from these steps that I have. <laughs> so, so you take, uh, I think I mentioned to you a gentleman, uh, he's from Trinidad, he lives uh, in Plano. Mm, I have his name, Raj or some. So, there are terminologies in from wedding, Matmangra, mm. and uh, you know Matmangra? Matikor. Matikor. That's also called Matmangra. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, so the language, mm. so then when I went to Trinidad, I only saw Shivala, mm. mm-hmm. more prominently Shivala, mm-hmm. another thing. Because when you go to Eastern UP, it's all Shivala. Oh, wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, why it is that a lot more people from Bihar came mm-hmm. first? Mm-hmm. It's very logistical mm-hmm. because the trains that came to Calcutta, oh. they came from Patna. Mm. That was the starting point. Mm-hmm. Okay. They extended all the way to Mughalsarai and Banaras. Mm. But people from Banaras, there were a lot more trains from Banaras that would come to Bombay, mm. and from Patna on that side. Oh, go to okay. Calcutta. Calcutta. So Calcutta was the, the port of mm. shipment. Mm. And there were all these brokers, like mm. recruiters, yeah. go and uh, mm. uh, go and hunt down all these villagers and lure them, as you said that. Mm. We're just going to go to uh, overnight trip to mm. Andaman, Kalapani, mm. which is only a, mm. And, uh, you know, they will get into this uh, mm. little uh, mm. uh, Kind of penitentiary you know, until yeah. the ship came and okay, uh, yeah. and they had no idea where they were going, yeah. and and also uh, it is it is unfortunate that a lot of these people mm-hmm. were actually not lot quite a few people who were lower caste people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They were so scared they would hear all the stories that uh, even on the ship there will be discrimination. Mm-hmm. That upper caste yeah. Brahmins yeah. and Rajputs yeah. will be on yeah. one day etc. Mm-hmm. So they adopted yeah. Brahmin names. Yeah. Oh. Exactly. Yeah. So that's how Prasad and all that. No, no, Prasad is a legitimate name. They are not Brahmins. Okay. Uh, they are Kayast. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, so which were the examples? Like how did which name? All, all the typical uh, okay. uh, Brahmin names: Chaube, Pandey, Dube. Oh, okay. These are all. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. So uh, they took those names. Trivedis. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, no, they will. Uh, uh, see, if now in even in now in India, there are people who adopt surnames like that. Uh, the upper caste are Brahman and Kshatriya. Mm-hmm. Kshatriya is right sing, like mm-hmm. you know, Kshatriya. Mm-hmm. And a lot of other people write sing, and we have let them do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. But they, they, 
they can dare not adopt a Brahmin name. Oh, like Chaudhary Dubey. Yeah, because they say, how dare you? Know? Oh. If you want to be upper caste, go and call yourself a Singh. Oh. Because, uh, what about Verma and Sharma? Do you know the history of Verma and Sharma? Verma last name is no, Sharma. Sharma's are Brahmins. Brahmin, Sharma. Sharma's Verma. are Verma's yeah. could be anything. Yeah. Verma's could be Kayas. Okay. Verma's could be Brahmins. Verma's okay. could be lower caste. Okay. okay. Uh, so, so, so what happened? As I said, uh-huh. there are certain uh, last names yeah. got freely adopted. So you have to do the Gotra yeah. uh, right. thing. Yeah. So, okay. so it, it goes back. I'll be talking. My yeah. int- my interest got into Trinidad and Guyana people was, in 1974, I went to a grocery store in Cincinnati. Only Indian grocery store owned by a South Indian uh, mm-hmm. pharmacist. So I'm there post- putting a poster for some uh, India Students Association activity uh, for Indians to come over there. Suddenly I heard somebody talking about, uh, uh, hey, did you, inquiring about uh, Kalauji. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kalauji. Fruit. Vegetal. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bitter melon. No, 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 no. no. I thought it's like seed, right? No. Oh, no. Absolutely. No. Okay. So, so Kalauji. And, and How does it look? Okay. I'm coming. Yeah, what he says. So, so the guy says, no, it's, it's not an Indian stuff. Nothing. It's not Indian stuff. And uh, the moment I heard Kalauji, I said, let me go and talk to him. So I look at him and. Uh, Gang is Indian. I said that. Uh, are you talking about something of uh, eggplant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cloudy. <laughs> and then immediately he says, "Can you come with me to in my car?" And then he takes me to his house. And Kalauji is uh, a vegetable made out of eggplant. Okay. Oh, so so you slice it, you stuff it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, no, no. Kerala. No, Kerala is a fruit. Kerala is a fruit. Yeah, Kalauji out of bagan. Eggplant. Uh, yes. No. You, don't. That's not weird. That's, <laughs> That's not our version. Okay. Okay. So, okay. So if he didn't have eggplant in those days, if you if you only got Kerala, you yeah. stuff it. Stuff it. Yes. Yeah. That becomes Kalauji. Yeah. Yes. So, okay. so anything That's that, what that we did. so anything that gets, uh, yeah. okay. so it's mostly made out of uh, uh, eggplant and Kerala. Okay. And uh, if you do it with uh, anything else, it it has its own name. So gotcha. Right. So okay. Kalauji. But he said no. One more thing and then I'll stop. So we went from Trinidad to Tobago. I could never get my Falori. <laughs> uh, we were staying in a house, very posh area, Indians and with the jandi, etc. Mm-hmm. I was taking, I was just walking and started taking pictures. This very sophisticated lady came out uh, shouting at me. I said, that, uh, why are you taking pictures? You think that we are next? And I was up on the news of all the kidnapping and everything mm-hmm. that she thought that she was being mocked. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to explain, I said, so look, uh, I'm originally from India, from, from US, I'm just fascinated by all these things I'm recording. I don't know if she was convinced. Yeah. Uh, I said that I'm just living mm-hmm. as a guest next door. Uh, so after five o'clock, all the stops would be closed. This is 2008, 2009, when mm-hmm. the crime was at its peak. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, by the time we'd come out, all those little restaurants mm-hmm. that were in the mall, etc., that were Kalauri, would be closed. Yeah. So I told my family, I said, you know, you never let me have this Kalauri here. So I said, okay, we'll go to Tobago. I go to Tobago only to find out that there are not very many Indians. <laughs> so we are staying at Sheraton Hotel, 
they have this breakfast buffet and the head chef, I could tell, of Indian origin. Mm. So I asked him, um, and I also learned and studied that uh, because of uh, no support from the government of India during the early, mm. the early years, British period, uh, there was this kind of uh, uh, a separation of uh, what have you done for us? Mm. And, and from the Nehru period and the mm. Gandhi period, uh, they didn't want anything to do with the colonial uh, mm. etc. Right? But even today, I think. Uh, no, with the, when Kamala Prasad came and, okay. Uh, okay. and Suriname and uh, okay. Fiji, a lot of Indian Prime Minister, of course, Mauritius, okay. uh, with the uh, BJP government, mm -hmm. there's a lot more, lot more connection, etc. Okay. So I mentioned to, I asked him, I said, where did you come from? So he won't say anything except uh, Calcutta. That's, mm. that's the only thing that he probably remembers. I didn't want to hear uh, be associated with India and all this. Eh? So I, had, I said, you know, where can I find Fulauri here? He said, on this island you cannot. Mm -hmm. But he said, I'll get you one. Uh, hot, this rest hotel will not allow me to cook, but I will I'll figure <coughs> out a way for you. And this was a very emotional, touching moment. Mm -hmm. So we go out to the beach and come back, and here, he, out of his own pocket money, he gets into a taxi, goes to some store, buys the mango, the flowery uh, ingredients and everything. In the kitchen, before the kitchen opens, we have this boatload of flowery and jelly <laughs> for, for the entire week. And uh, he said, come before, uh, 10 minutes before noon, so he can sneak it out and give it to me. And uh, you know, I, I just, I just was completely speechless. Uh, and he won't take a penny from me. Mm -hmm. He said, no, I won't. So after that, I get into a taxi. So we retained the taxi for the entire day. So by the, looking at the name, as I could tell. Mm -hmm. yeah. So he said, uh, you know, you're from India. I would like to play the music for you. So these are all the music from 50s and 60s, <laughs> etc. So he told me that he doesn't understand. I said, do you understand? You don't speak Hindi? He said, no, but, uh, wow. but from the music, the language of the music such that I can understand all the emotions and, and wow. so forth. And, have not even, and he, started, he started telling me that this song was said. <laughs> so I said, uh, from your name, I can tell that you come from either UP or Bihar. And he said that, uh, really? And he said that, do you speak uh, Indian language? He said, I don't, but my mother does. But when my mother is here, when she spoke that language to some people, nobody would know what she's talking about. Okay. So I said, you give me a chance to speak to your mother. And she was in Toronto. Mm -hmm. So from his cell phone, he calls his mother. And there she is in chaste Bhojpuri talking to me over the telephone, mm -hmm. and I responded. And there I see the tears oh, gosh. coming mm -hmm. out. This uh, Mr. I have his name and picture, and uh, he was Prasad. I think he was also Prasad, mm -hmm. and, uh, but became Christian. Yeah. Oh. And gave the name. And uh, he said this is the first time ever mm -hmm. that he found somebody from India who could understand, who could communicate with my mother. And uh, so he took me to his house. He said, even though I'm Christian, but I still perform puja and all these things. So here's a prasad and, and everything. It's a, it's, it's a fascinating world. I just, uh, I, I don't, I've been uh, soaking it in. And uh, as soon as I complete my Suriname, Guyana, and Fiji, uh, it's, 
and my inter- pr- primary interest also is in that uh, coming in 18, what is it, 1835, 1817, first batch. 1870, I think. Going to be like us for the Indian community, mm-hmm. Hindu community over here, mm-hmm. 150 years from now, yeah. that generation. Of course, the starting point is not the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know, we we were given a silver platter, yeah. <laughs> and there. So very, very fascinating. And I would I would, uh, I would highly recommend for you to spend some time in the in the Banaras and all these things among the villagers because mm. you will find the connections, mm. you will make the roots, etc. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, Prime Minister Modi was in Netherlands last week mm-hmm. and he greeted them, the crowd, Indian diaspora, in Bhojpuri. Mm. Why in Netherlands there are a bunch of Bhojpuri speaking people? Well, originally from Suriname. They came from Suriname. Oh, Before yeah. it became Suriname, it was Dutch Guyana oh, yes. and they said, you know, hey, might as well go to the original Dutch yeah. Holland. They went over there and oh. uh, so... Has he gone to Mauritius or Fiji or oh. Trinidad, Province of Modi yet? Not yet. I think uh, before he became Prime Minister, yes. he might have gone to Mauritius. Yeah. Oh, and he may have gone to... I think he went Mauritius. to Fiji, right? He went to Fiji. Yeah. Fiji. Yeah. So Fiji, Mauritius are all the same. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and I saw, the, I saw the temple. I have, uh, you probably may have all heard of Dr. Vijay Narayan Singh. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. He was the first Indian I ran into. Oh, yeah. So we went to the temple, Siddha Sadhu temple, yeah, yeah. and he was giving a tour uh, of some other doctor coming from India. So very jovial guy, talkative guy, and uh, uh, I said hello to him and uh, he said, where are you from? And he said, I'm from Texas. He says, it's too bad, I said, which means you should have been from here. He said, that's such a great place. <laughs> then my driver was uh, a Dutch driver white guy and he told me he said that the gentleman you were talking to is a celebrity on this island <laughs> and then he gave me a little bit of brief history then I went back to uh, the website and wanted I learned a whole lot about being they had he had invited us to come to his house for dinner my wife said no we are not going to his house <laughs> there's a uh, dark side of the story and all, it, it also became controversial and very got very politicized so uh, when, the, when there was a Hindu government it was favorable to him the PNM became uh, so there are also I think uh, I, I, you know I'm sorry I'll just go on and on and on but uh, this we'll keep that in another session because we have some other uh, yeah we have other activities but uh, well, um, we are close with our prayer Okay. And we will um, continue this. We would love to okay, sure, continue yeah. as you see the yeah. need. Yeah, yeah. And um, I can, you know, try to facilitate the best of one another. Sure, but, um, sure, sure, sure. Thank you. I, yes, I yeah. agree with every one of your stories because every one of your stories is unique. Yeah. And that yeah. you can only talk about what you are exposed right, to, what right. you are exposed about, yeah. unless you really studied it. Right. When you studied it, then you can encompass mm-hmm. everybody experience. Mm-hmm. You know, as um, Dr. Nandal said. Uh, um, so how you both got connected, if I may ask? From Sewa activities. Oh, okay, okay, okay. To my Sewa side of my. So uh, 